Hey, what are you doing? You're popping pills? Yes, I don't know. This man takes his Royal Rumble seriously. You're taking a Panadol? Well, I had a couple of G&Ts while I was watching it last night. Welcome to another episode of Glenn and Casey's Royal Ramble. And as we like to do on the Ram, okay, is Ramble about a Rumble. Glenn, how are you and what Rumble are we doing today? Well, I'm glad you asked, Case. Uh, we're going to review Royal Rumble 1999 because as we both discussed a little while ago, the last Royal Rumble we did was Royal Rumble 1997. We skipped 98. So we'll have to do that soon. Okay. <laughs> the, I don't know if it was last time or the time prior, and you're like, nah, I'm pretty sure we did 98. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, well, we'll do 99 then. And it's like, no, we didn't. We didn't. But you are forgiven. I know why you thought that. Mm-hmm. Because the same person won 97 and 98. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, well, also, while I was watching Royal Rumble 99, I'm like, I'm sure we've done this before, but we haven't. It's, I we think have I'm not. thinking of, A, I've watched it before, and B, we, with me. we've talked about some of the similar storylines when we did WrestleMania 99, 15. Yep. WrestleMania 15. Hey, you remembered, because this Rumble is such a great... This is how they used to do it. I don't actually like this attitude era. It's not aging well. It's not, well, it's elements not. of it don't age well. Elements of it are a lot of fun. Like, just the atmosphere, the crowd. It's just it's a different situation than we have today. Today's very sterile, whereas the Attitude Era felt like literally anything could happen at any time. Oh, all right. <laughs> like, what a mark. Listen to you. <laughs> no, I don't even mean just from the wrestling. I mean, like, anything could happen to crowds. Like, you probably couldn't do it today because some dickhead would run in and try and attack a wrestler or something or like just that this was the era of like where are where are we we're in anaheim california uh, arrowhead pond oh arrowhead pond when they said arrowhead I, I assume they meant arrowhead stadium which is where the kansas city chiefs play in in uh kansas city missouri <laughs> but uh so, no we are in anaheim california arrowhead pond yes and uh, although the attendance was only 14,816, the buy rate, 650,000 people paid to watch this. And that 14,000 are all, you know, 14,000 people going nuts. Wait, this is, like I was about to say, this is the era of signs, the great mm. wrestling sign era. You've got all sorts of just a random Savio Vega sucks to uh, one of my favourites was, <laughs> <laughs> that was me. One of my favorites was instead of Austin 316, I was one that just said drunk 365. And I was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> wow, that's so dumb. I have to admit, this crowd I don't want to spend a lot of time with because like, they're, they're all just frat people. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah it's it's like, a Limp Biscuit concert at the bloody uh, wrestling is what it is. Yeah, what what a bunch of yahoos, as mm-hmm. my mum would say. <laughs> like, I know the demographic has certainly changed from the nineties. Uh, there's no more doink the clown. It's literally what is it, eighteen to thirty demographic, unfortunately yep. predominantly male. Yeah, it's a show bag as per usual. The sure. the Vince Russo era has uh, certainly begun. It just it either works or it doesn't. This stuff. Yeah. Like the well, first, I think this pay per view is a perfect example of where it works. Like, 
this was this was highly entertaining. It was entertaining, but a lot of it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that's wrestling in general, isn't it? I guess. <laughs> like the first few matches just weren't yeah. necessary. Uh, oh, but they're just you know they're just card fillers to you know, get you warmed up. It does what it says on it. You don't need the you don't need the first match to be for the world bloody title and be Thank a God. Um, it's not the second main event as WWE to think it is these days. Just have yeah. have some crap matches at the start. I don't care as long as they're short and keep it moving. Oh. Okay, okay. Well, with that thought, here's my problem: is if you're going to have crap matches, make them tag matches because I don't take them seriously from the beginning. Or three on three, where you go, oh my god, you're literally filling time. Like, yeah. oh, what are these three dudes doing together? Who cares? But when it's supposed to be some type of angle, and ah, <clears throat> you're saying it's everything doesn't have to be for a title. The first match, well, it's not for a title, even though Road Dog is the current hardcore champion. Yeah, this is not a hardcore match. It's just a regular singles match. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why it's not for the title, <laughs> because it's just the boss man coming out, reminding us he's all here. I quite like the boss man in this era. It's great. It's it's. I was thinking about this. Like he did such a great job of not really reinventing himself, but just tweaking tweaking his character a bit. So he'd been a heel and a face uh, in his old prison guard situation, yeah. but here he's he's clearly in heel territory. But he's just tweaked it a bit. All black. His corporate ties. All of it just perfect. Perfect. It makes sense. It's kind of a shame that. Like, why wasn't IRS part of the mm. corporation just as a dick all in black? Yeah. I could have stomached that. Why wasn't Ted DiBiase around in this era? Like, yeah, I'm here too. Like, but I did, yeah, all right. So, boss man, kudos. I did like this. But, man, road dog, I don't know. There's something about him that annoys me. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, but, look, he's oh. over. They love it. So. Oh, yeah, because he gets on the mic. Yeah. And the frat party are all saying, trying to say it with him, like, exactly. And like, Kath's sitting there going, what a bunch of losers. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, uh, but hey, I noticed the boss man's still pretty good with that nightstick. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, gone too soon. Another one. Mm. But uh, look, there, there's not really lots to digest during the next 11 minutes and 52 seconds. Yeah. Boss Man wins with a sidewalk slam, and that's why I'm assuming the hardcore title wasn't up for grabs. was a hardcore match, no doubt. Road Dog would have won because he would have had all his shenanigans to fall back on. But uh, he's just no match for a straight-up-in-the-ring match up against the, the Boss Man. Boss Man with a clean win, sidewalk slam. Thank you very much. I think there was a nut shot or two. Speaking of nuts, Ken Shamrock's up next, another <laughs> member of the corporation, and he's up against Banash Milligan. No JR tonight. I noticed it's Michael Cole and the King, which is a weird combo. It is a weird combo. King, King's in fine form here, and uh, Michael Cole plays the the straight man, annoying douchebag well enough. So yeah, uh, yeah. But it was think- weird having JR, like because occasionally he'd say things like "stop the match," and like. It's just not the same as screaming, Stop the damn match! By God! <laughs> Can you imagine if JR was commentating that rock oh my band kind altercation? I was a JR because they just, <laughs> he would have had a stroke or something. 
Yeah, because that like that match, that's a goodie, and that's an example of good. That's, I always remember people like bagging Vince Russo, going, "Oh my god, he had like a hundred shit ideas, mm. and then two good ones." And they're like, "Oh, Vince would be like, I'd like that idea, but let's change it a bit." But I'm like, if these are the good ideas, like we've got Mister Ass again. Yeah, it's funny that he really leaned into the like, you know, the road dog Jesse James and the badass Billy Gunn. Out of all the uh, things that Billy Gunn could have leaned into, he could have been the badass or the bad guy or something. But no, I guess I already had the bad guy. But he really leaned into the ass part. He just wants <laughs> to be the ass. He's like, make it all about the ass. Because here, he's like mooning poor Ken Shamrock's sister. Remember, sister, this is that whole era. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan Shamrock, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know that I didn't get this, and Ken Shamrock was a bit too bizarrely overprotective of his sister, like mm. you know, Tony Montana side territory. <laughs> we go, what, what are we doing here? Then, uh, Val Venus is involved. Here's your first run in Val Venus comes down to wreck this party, even though doesn't he interfere and then it only causes a two count, <laughs> so it was just yes. no, point, no point to the run in. Yeah, well, this, is, this is also Ken Shamrock's the Intercontinental Champion, and this is a this is a title match. I didn't even realize. I thought it was all just a, a butt match, yeah. <laughs> ass match. Yeah, that is weird. The weirdest Billy Gunn doesn't even have an ass. He's like, <laughs> like you know, I don't, like if Rikishi's like, I'm Mister Ass. You go, all right, yeah. I get it. Exactly. Yeah, this is I, and again, I, it's just a. We've got a three-way issue happening here between Shamrock, Gunn, and Val Venus. Every time Val Venus makes an appearance, there's guys in towels in the crowd going, <laughs> I'm like, I hate this place. <laughs> Where is it again? Anaheim. Uh, Ken Shamrock wins. He wins with the ouchy ankle move. The old yeah. ankle lock. Oh, ankle lock, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'll give uh, Billy Gunn kudos for is at least he sells the ankle through the entire rumble yeah all right we'll talk about it because yeah he comes back in the rumble and he's hopping around with one boot on <laughs> get a really sore ankle wouldn't you fucking pat it up and maybe put a boot on it like look it's one of those things if it was like if he was a better wrestler now he's an okay wrestler if he was more over and didn't have a stupid gimmick like you'd be like are they gonna let him win this like, as almost a whole, well, he's back and he's injured and is he going to defy all odds? I mean, you notice Stone Cold, oh, look, I'll say it now because I'll forget later. Notice Stone Cold does that nice cheap, what they tried to do with Roman Reigns, but, but they realise Roman Reigns isn't over enough. Yeah. Where Stone Cold just sits out half the rubble and then he comes back and everyone goes, yes! As opposed to Reigns coming back and everyone goes, fuck off! You mean right, Stone Cold's got a sore knee. What does he do? He protects it with a big brace. Yeah, badass Billy Gunn's got a sore ankle. What does he do? Nothing. He takes his boot off to make it even more vulnerable. What an idiot! <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I don't call him Mister Brains. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. <laughs> there was once a guy called the Brain, but it certainly wasn't him. And I, I, I could do with a bit of Bobby on this type of stuff. Mm. Next we have, and again, you're sitting there going, "Okay, okay." This is a bit of a dark match. 
<laughs> They're all appetizers that you don't want before the meal. Like, oh, we've brought out this. Like, yeah. let, let's, let's not forget, we've already had a couple of matches on Sunday Night Heat before this, so we've already had the dark matches, and they've still got this with third match on the card, and we're dragging out Gangrel. Yeah, uh, on Heat, that was actually quite the show. Mm. Their pre-show, because Mick Foley had already wrestled, I noticed. It's Mabel, and we'll be talking about him shortly. And uh, also, uh, Vince McMahon comes out and slaps Austin. Like, you're like, okay. I guess that's the free-to-air bit, where it's like, if you're thinking about watching it, you're like, yeah, right, maybe. Well, that's what I think is great about this pay-per-view overall, is that it's part of a, there's an overarching story for the night that starts yeah. on it and carries through, through, through the main event. That was... I think that is what is so great about the Attitude Era. Not necessarily the wrestling, not necessarily the wrestling. Oh, thank God, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the fact that, you know, there was a coherent story here. Like, even today, yes, they've got their, their bloodline storyline now, and they're doing a better job of making an event around that like they did with that one in Canada with Sami Zayn. And, oh, you okay. know... They yeah they're doing a little bit better job of, of bringing that back recently but for the past decade it's just been random matches for no real reason no re- like the the events have no real connection no no narrative that sort of ties it all together and you really notice that we've been missing it when you watch an event like this basically well, well speaking of matches with no reason we have Gangrel up next. And he's up against X-Pac. I like Gangrel. He's like the only happy fat vampire I've ever seen. Like, because, you know... <laughs> Nothing I mean, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> but, but, you know, they're always brooding and, mis- like, mystical and young and thin with nice teeth. And he's Gangrel. Like, that's that probably is what a vampire would look like. Like... <laughs> And he comes out and he sprays the blood. He's a dumb vampire. He doesn't even drink it. Like, <laughs> Maybe he's a vegan vampire. But Gangrel's out and he's out twice. I don't like this double duty stuff either. Like, I understand that the roster is thin. We're all very distracted by the fact that it's thin. And there are factions. This is sort of a faction era because you've got the corporation, you've got DX, you've got the Ministry of Darkness. What a pile of shit that is. Like, Undertaker's here. Why isn't he in the damn rumble? Uh, he's probably injured, is yeah. my guess. Yeah, look, X-Pac, and I've always said, I've said this forever now, he's, like, really good in the ring. He's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, he's the one, two, three kid. Yeah, I know, but I never liked him when I was actually a fan. I'm like, oh, uh, whatever. Understandable. He sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, maybe. And, uh and again, this goes for a while. Gangrel's the new kid on the block, so to speak. This is even before the brood. Yeah, European champion here. Oh, sure. Why not? So <laughs> he must have been hailing from Helsinki or some shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. The European Championship was, was that like the Diet Coke Intercontinental Champion? Yeah. Like, yeah. But this isn't Raw and SmackDown era yet, where it's like, well, you can have this crap belt. Cause you no, no. It just needed a. I don't know. <laughs> a belt, another random belt. Maybe, okay. Yeah, or, but, but, well, maybe that's where the narrative is, is they're like, look, we've got all these guys, so give one rando a belt, and then the other guys can try and get it. Who cares? Mm. X-Pac's <laughs> like, uh, oh, this is only five minutes. 
Mm. Okay. It felt longer. Face of this mess. Yeah, but up, look, it, it was okay. It was a, a again. It was okay, but it could have been on heat. Exactly. It could have been the dark match before heat. <sighs> yeah. So after five minutes and fifty three seconds of Gangrel and X Pack, X Pack of course winning with the X Factor. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look out. I was a uh, side note. I was listening to Kevin Nash's podcast. Have you ever listened to that? No. no it's called Click This. And, like, you know how we're like, hey, we're wacky wrestling fans. Like, I don't have, at least it's not a YouTube one where you've got all those things that pretend you're interesting behind you, like a wrestling figurine and Atlas, like, oh, I'm worldly too. People do that? Yeah. I think I I want to, if I ever do video podcasts of any sort again, I'm going to have all boring stuff behind me or just, like, really random things, like a toilet brush. Who goes, this toilet block? Is that, like... I don't know, because you sit there going, oh, all right, comics, yeah, okay, cool. But Kevin Nash's podcast with Sean Oliver, who did all the K-Fabe commentaries, where he sits down and has long discussions with, like, all the old stars. And it's always pretty funny. He's got some really good ones with Corning. They just sit there and chill and chat. Yeah. I don't know. They're not there to entertain you. It's like you're sitting there at a table with them going, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's really laid back. But Nash said, back to my point, if there was one, is he said it's really weird because he said their numbers went up when Sean Waltman joined NWO in WCW. Right. He said, as six, yeah, not five. And (laughs) he didn't do much in WCW from memory either. But uh, Nash said it's weird the week he left and went back to uh, WWE is the same week that they lost their first uh, Monday Night War against WWE. And he he said, like, and it never recovered. He's like, this guy, it was weird. He's like, he's not saying he turned the needle, but he he knew where to be. Yeah. Always. Like, before anyone else. No, I don't know. Kudos to him. But that that took five minutes and 53 seconds. The next match. Oh, man. The next match. Do you want to take this one? Uh... Sure. <laughs> so we have uh, Luna Vachon comes out with Shane McMahon from memory. Yeah, the uh, lovely Luna. The lovely Luna. Look a bit cheeky uh, today, you could say. Oh. And she's challenging the women's champion, Sable. But Sable got a bit injured. Was that a heat or something? I short? think it was heat again. Yeah, it was heat, wasn't it? So is Sable going to be able to defend a title? But... What makes this match fun? It's an old school strap match. <laughs> well, look, look, at least to Vince Russo's credit, at least he didn't make it like a bra strap match or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Because it must have killed him. I reckon he wrote that and they went, yeah, get rid of that bit. <laughs> and yeah, so out they come and Luna's selling the back. She's selling the back. And she comes out holding her back. It's like, if you're yeah. that injured... Cancel. Well, don't do it. Who cares? Because I didn't care. And uh, this is, of course, uh, back in the day where the Vinces, both of them, were, like, infatuated with, she's a lady. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently. 
Yeah, we see just everything we've ever seen in a strap match before condensed into four minutes and 43 seconds. Like, even the ending, and the ending is just that, have you ever seen a strap match that doesn't end that way? Where <laughs> the baddies like, I got your tap, and the goodies like, oh, tap behind them. Oh, come on, give me a... I, I, I want to see a strap match where just someone wins clean. I assume the reason they're making it a strap match is because they don't want to have a clean finish. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It, look, it is what it is. It and, is what uh, it is, and it's massively short, so I was fine with it. I know, but it's to deflate us and calm the crowd down. We're already calm, because we just saw <laughs> X-Pac and Gangrel, <laughs> Ken Shamrock and Billy Gunn, and Road Dog and I don't know, the crowd was pretty hyped for... Uh... Uh, oh, <laughs> DX and dickheads. It's just um, a, sad, a sad, lame, horny crowd. <laughs> this is what we're all like in 1999. Just <laughs> uh, anyway, we are about to get the match of the evening. The match of... One of the matches of the year, no doubt. The classic. It's hard to watch, but uh, it's, it's The Rock versus the WWF champion Mankind for the title in an I Quit match. I mean, it's it's hard to watch for the ending. The yep. 20 or so minutes prior to that ending, it's a really fucking good match. It's so good that you you don't... It, it's a funny one. You don't realise that it was a good match and because all you remember is that ending. Yeah. Because it was... Uh, like, remember, they really put it in your face in that documentary, Beyond mm. the Mat. Mm. Like Mick Foley's kids and wife are in the crowd. And Mick Foley's like, oh, my God. Like, you know, he did go a bit hard on me in the end. And I'm like, why would you have your family there if you've literally just taken a paycheck to go, even you and I? And I go, all right, okay, so remember, hit me in the fucking head 60 times with a steel chair. Oh, say hi to the kids while you're doing it. But the match is great. And I want to talk more about the match yeah, than... The ending, and then, you know, <laughs> then we'll talk about the ending. <laughs> These guys are great. This is like when The Rock first figured out where he was supposed to be, isn't it? Yeah. yeah In the yeah. corporation, he's got the... Rich- persona, just... So good, at, so good at being a dick. Mm. So good at being a dick. Do you remember, like, only two years prior, the pineapple hairdo... <laughs> And the stupid outfit, the big smile, and everyone went. Brrr. Now he's doing it back to everybody. Yeah. He's so good. And, he, and the thing is, is he's really funny. <laughs> this I Quit match is hardly Randy Roddy Piper with Bret Hart and Bob Backlund <laughs> WrestleMania 11. Where it's like, what do you say? Like, it's not that every three seconds and Bob Backlund going, and you go, that's not either yes or no. Or I quit, perhaps. Instead, they're just talking smack every time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, every time he says, you quit, is like, the rock says you kiss my ass. <laughs> and the rock's a coward, too, when he's... That bit where they're fighting across the announce table and he's scrambling to get away and Foley's hitting him from behind with the mic. He's like, ah! That was funny. Like, I was oh, having... Before the match, I think he's like, I put you through the uh, announce table, put you through the Spanish announce table, Ho Chi Minh Tao through the Chinese announce table. I'm pretty sure Ho Chi Minh is a city in. It's a. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's the beauty of being a heel because you can be wrong and it's fine. You go, he's such an idiot, he doesn't even know. 
<laughs> but I just, when they yeah. when they went to go through the Spanish announce table, it uh, it gave way on them. It was a, a table collapse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they probably figured by now. I was like, don't put it together. Like, <laughs> why, why bother? This match, you forget how good Mick Foley and The Rock are. Mm. And, and I know everyone knows The Rock now. He's a movie star. Yeah. But back here, where only we knew who The Rock was, he is good. Yeah. I think the more concerning thing about that was, was Mick Foley had his arms handcuffed. Yeah. But I was sitting there going, if he falls funny, he can't put his hands out to protect yeah. himself. That was the one thing that I was like, hang on, like you could break your neck or something to that effect. Mick Foley goes flying off the scaffolding through a freaking speaker system that blows up. It's we so all forget all the lighting goes out in the venue. Like it's so well done. It's timed perfectly. That's the kind of thing you'd just expect WWE to fuck up. But they actually nailed it that time. I thought it was really good. That worked. That was really entertaining. And the spotlights come on. We've all been in a power outage somewhere that can afford a generator. That happens. He he tried to do all this shit again at WCW. And did anything work ever? Like, nothing worked. They tried to dump a ton of blood on Kevin Nash one night and it missed him by six feet. <laughs> it was supposed to be this carry moment. And instead he's looking aside going, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's WCW. Even though, with a sprinkling of WCW dust, uh, I noticed the mic didn't work at the very beginning, where McFoley's like, well, I'm going to say something. Because uh, yeah. uh, they wanted those... There's nothing funnier than someone hitting someone else in the head with a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Just every time I was laughing. Uh, what was funnier was when Rock got the ring bell out and he was working McFoley on the head. <laughs> oh, I was laughing pretty hard at that. And yeah, this, I mean, it's got all your classic I quit slash attitude era in the crowd fighting and yeah. Polly going flying over those steel steps was uh, Oh, was my knees hurt. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't the rock go, bells will be ringing? <laughs> yeah, he gets, on the, he gets on the commentary at one point. He's, oh, man, he tells, he asks, Michael Cole, like, where he's from or what his what his star is on. He's like, it doesn't matter. He does all that <laughs> shit. So, yeah, it's uh, it's all the beats. And then, yeah, the ending, there was a couple of bits at the ending where, like, it looked like while Mankind's handcuffed, it looked like he was sort of bracing and readying for, like, a back shot. Like, just hit me on the back. I'm just pausing. Yeah. Here. Rock's just holding, waiting for him to turn around. And he finally turns around and it's just like, crack, right on the head again. You're like, oh, God. Oh, you're talking about the last one at the back of the head? Uh, the last, there's a few there. There's a few there where it's like, oh, just hit him in the back rock. And he's like, nah, I'm going to wait till he turns around. And Look, Mick Foley already had a laceration right. uh, previously. And he said, I know one bang of this and there's going to be crimson. Yeah. He did know that. So invite the kids. It'll be fun. But, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> you got to worry, don't you? you got to wonder. But, and look, Mick Foley's not a, a sad tale of concussion, even though he's had 50. He's not a victim of what's happened to him. He's had a stand-up comedy tour, and now he's chilling somewhere, waiting to go to Disneyland again. Mick Foley's actually a really cool dude. Like, the more you <laughs> listen to him online, and he, like, he's funny and articulate. Yeah, not like an asshole. Yeah, he's, look, he sounds like a dude you want to hang out with. Uh, and I understand, like, you know, Mick would be like, I 
I would never quit, so you'd have to kill me. I think he even says that. Doesn't he even say, you'll have to kill me in the mic? There's a few hairy chair shots. Is The Rock that good, or is he just hitting him in the head? Yeah. And the see, I don't know. There's so many ways around it where it can still be memorable, but the reason that match is remembered because of the chair shots from hell at the end. And you go back and watch the match, you go, but the match was good anyway. Yeah, exactly. It didn't need it. But, I mean, at the time, we didn't know that, like, concussions caused permanent fucking brain damage and... Oh, yeah, I... Did, didn't we, though? Look, we... I'm sure we suspected, but... And we knew that can't be good, getting smacked out of the head with a chair. But, like, just knowing what you know now, it's just... Yeah, it is hard to watch. But... It's that last, it's that last shot. Oh, sorry to interrupt, but it's that it's that last shot where he swings it like a goddamn baseball bat and hits him. <laughs> if you hit someone like that once, you could kill them. Like it, it hit him, and the noise. How do you manufacture that noise? Bang! And he just drops like he's shot. And, and it's like, I, okay, we get the "I quit, I quit" from Mick Foley, but it sounds suspiciously like a pre-recorded tape, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but nevertheless, The Rock is champion. So we got uh, a potential opponent for the uh, winner of the Royal Rumble to, to fight at WrestleMania. Even that bunch of Jerry Springer spazzers in the crowd knew that was recorded. Going, hey, wait a minute. Because <laughs> isn't that from like where like Mick Foley's like saying that nursery rhyme of blah, 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 blah. I quit, I quit. Like, uh, it's. Yeah. And as if he'd be that enthralled with saying I quit when he's been destroyed. I tell you what, though. The Rock went from funny and goddamn I want to cheer for this guy because he's overselling. He's he's singing down the mic and being an idiot. And But when he starts doing that, is this the beginning of The Rock actually becoming a heel worthy of getting his ass kicked by Stone Cold at WrestleMania? Mm. Because even when he's dead on the ground... We're hoping, not literally, The Rock's still kicking him. And he goes, let me stand over him with the belt. And you're like, whoa. Like, wouldn't you be like, I'll go at the back and they go, is he okay? Heal material. Yeah. I mean, even I didn't like The Rock at the end. I'm like, oh, that's this isn't cool. Bob McFoley is such a good, sympathetic character. Yeah. yeah. We've talked about this match for a while. Oh, it's great. It's a great 20 minutes it's a- of- Peak attitude, yeah. It's a, it's a great match. And when they get it right, they get it right. Yeah. The only problem is, is anytime I see a chair again for the rest of the evening, I don't care. Because, uh, and we see one at the end, and it should have been spectacular. Yeah. But I didn't care because of these guys stealing the show. Yeah. This should have almost gone on last, in retrospect. Yeah, yeah. It is a quality rumble, though. Uh, and I can see that. It is, it is the main event because you've got the whole... Man versus Austin story running through it. So hang on, hang on. A quality rumble. This is such a bad Royal Rumble. It's great. I thought it was one of the best. You're drinking the Kool-Aid. You you take away Stone Cold and Vince McMahon and that angle, and you have some shit that ECW <laughs> in the book. Exactly. Uh, but that's uh, that's why it's so good, because you've got the the two entrants that you know that it's gonna come down to. They're number one and number two. And they, you know, 
they basically excuse themselves <laughs> from the rubble for, for basically the rest of it. And yeah, then, you, sound like, you sound like Pat Patterson. They're, they're number one and number two. It's going to be great. <laughs> but, yeah. and, and we know who number 30 is. But Jane. Yeah. But then you've got just this parade of just idiots for the next most of the most of the rumble really and it's just fun watching them all come out and get knocked out and the ring emptying several times it's <laughs> and then you've got all the all this other crap going on like the mabel stuff the godfather makes an appearance with some hoes like you've got everything is this your uh, i'll just Kane, kane's entrance was great this is katie's hot takes kane's entrance was so good Fuck, Glenn Jacobs is big back here. Yep. He looks 360 pounds. He's like, <laughs> ah. But the guys with the white, literally, God, really. Yeah, people, yeah. That's what yeah. I mean. You had all this, like, little, you know, stupid things happening all throughout the Rumble. So, anyway, back to the start. You've got Stone Cold and <laughs> in there. Okay. So I'm going to set the scene. I'm going to take your role for a bit. Just a, just a minute. Right. So uh, Stone Cold is number one because Vincent Kennedy McMahon said, you're not winning Rumble number three in a row. No chance, I believe he said. No chance. Now, that, this is where that song, because that song is like the theme song for the this event. Yes, yeah. the event here. And then it became McMahon's theme and the, the entire corporation's theme for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I really like how they did it because Vince comes out to no music as a proper old school heel should. Mm -hmm. Because why relieve us from any type of silence we can fill with booze when he comes out? Because he sucks. So it was great. I love that. But Stone Cold, not only is he in the Rumble, not only has he got a $100,000 contract put on his head, I like that too. Yeah. He's literally been made the outlaw that we have to cheer for because you're not going to win, damn it. So everyone in the Rumble now is going, I want to throw that dude out. And I'm like, that's so, that's that's cool. That's a fun angle. I like that. And then uh, Shawn Michaels, for some bizarre reason, was the commissioner at the time. Oh, that's right. In, implemented by Linda McMahon, I believe. Uh, because, of course, Vince and Linda were having, you know, uh, apparently issues. I believe they still are. And well, <laughs> we're not going to go there. You imagine, oh, could we do a podcast on just Vince one day? That would take so long. His moustache, is he still rocking that? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. He literally looks like a villain that's going to blow up a company one day. Like, ah! Oh, <laughs> Yeah, with a top hat. And so Shawn Michaels comes out and he goes, I see Vince McMahon uh, is a CEO and this and the chairman and blah. He's he's also a wrestler under this contract. You can be in the Royal Rumble too. And not only that, you can be number two. And so that literally would have been why they sold $650,000 buy rates. Like, come on. Everyone wanted to see Vince McMahon get his ass kicked. Yeah. Vince hadn't really wrestled prior to this. Yeah, right. They'd only been the beginning of the... Because, I mean, he became a character after the Montreal Screwjob. That was, what, a year and a half earlier? Yeah, yeah. But the only... Let's hope I'm right. I think the only altercation they had prior was they were going to have a match on Raw. Mm. And Vince said, 
uh, hang on, but you said you could beat me with one arm tied behind your back. And he's like, oh, for heaven's sake. And he gets his arm tied behind his back. And then I think Mick Foley is dude love or who knows. I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I think it was heel Mick Foley at the time beats up Stone Cold. And that was that was nothing. Yeah. That was the tease. But this is Vince coming out. All right. So Stone Cold comes out, place pops. Vince McMahon comes out. <laughs> he's, so, he's so gross. Like, all right. He's jacked, I guess, for like a 55-year-old. Yeah. But it's not good. <laughs> like, like you're looking down, ew. Like, <laughs> which, is per- which is perfect. Because... And, Oh my god! How about in the back earlier, like when he's pacing, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, you've got him!" And Shano Max, like, "Yeah, yeah!" And the whole crowd are watching a teletron go boom. Okay, Vince has got heat, and so they get in. Stone Cold starts, wow, beating up Vince McMahon. It's what we want to see. Stomp a mud hole in him. <laughs> how, how can you have massive pecs? It'd be jacked and still man boobs as well. <laughs> How has he done that? It's weird. But anyway, it's just getting destroyed. Golga comes out. Yeah, Golga next. Who you reminded me last time is uh, Earth. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm watching it the whole time going, who the hell's Golga again? Who did Glenn say it was? Yeah. I had to look it up. Yeah, John Tenter. Mm. That's great. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't do much. He's... Uh, He's in and out in about 15 seconds, I believe. Yeah, he's out for a cup of coffee. Out for a paycheck. Uh, Edge, Edge I wonder how much Earthquake got paid to come out as Golga for 15 seconds at the Royal Rumble. Look, I think that Earthquake is awesome. And they should, pay, they should pay him whatever he wants. Well, I mean, he's dead now, but they should have paid him whatever he wanted. <laughs> Earthquake should have been a massive heel. He should have been jammed. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Well, they gave it to Yokozuna. <laughs> anyway, am I just putting all my fatties in one pile there? But I don't know. Next we're going to Droz. The Droz Meister out. Droz <sighs> and, and Edge is following him. And, and by this point, Stone Cold and Vince have uh, fucked off backstage. And doesn't Vince lures Stone Cold into the bathroom, into the ladies' bathrooms, I believe. <laughs> oh, there's that Vince Russo booking again. Yep. <laughs> he's um, running he's, cla- he's running arms akimbo and he's running through the concessions and you can hear all the crowd that are for some reason outside going ah! and Stone Cold's chasing him and you're like god this is dumb this is so dumb and Stone Cold can't run because of his knees so yeah. why not run from Stone Cold angrily stomps oh uh, yeah but he walks into like 15 members of the corporation yeah more than like 30 of them in that toilet why are they all in the women's toilet? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It just sounds more salacious than the men's yeah. toilet, I guess. Right. Uh, but anyway, meanwhile, you've got Draws and Edge in the ring up against each other. And I'm like, Draws, obviously a tragic wrestling story. And yeah, he's wow. fairly young up-and-comer. And you just think, well, Edge is a young up-and-comer. Potentially, we could be watching Draws matches still had uh, he not had that unfortunate accident, you see. That that's so sad. Yeah, that's so sad. And like he's still alive, but like he's still a. He's got. Uh, we were looking it up. He's got like a fair bit of movement back in his upper body. Not obviously like you or I. 
he can he can do some stuff. Anto was looking up. He was like a trainer for a while, like a rider. Yeah. Oh um, wow. Okay. He yeah. He, he continued to be involved, which is cool, and I assume Vince probably took care of him to a to a degree as well. There is some light at the end of the tunnel. There, it's not all misery, but it is pretty shit. And yeah, just seeing how big he was and looking at him matched up next to Edge against it's Edge, I'm like, Man, they could have been. You know, he could have been maybe not a top level guy like a Rocker and Austin, obviously, but he could have been your you know upper mid card sort of mainstay for years, for years. Yeah. And he could puke on command. Exactly. <laughs> I wish I could do that. But uh, instead of feeling seedy for a day sometimes. And yeah, after Draws an Edge, we get uh, yet another tragic story. Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I did laugh at the guys with the sparklers. <laughs> like, there you go. Oh, this guy's so shit. He's so shit. <laughs> He comes out, it's someone's dad. And he gets thrown out and everyone goes, yay. And Edge is like, meh. So whatever. This is like young Edge, isn't it? Yeah. He's, this is how I would like to remember him, not like now with, you know, all grey and uh, yeah, all, all wrinkly. He looks all old and leathery now. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. But like, why, why are you wrestling? Come out in a suit and do some commentary. Save us, please. Yeah. From the commentary. So Gilberg's out good. Steve Blackman, who cares? Dan Seven, Jesus Christ. Dan <laughs> Seven, what's the deal with this guy? I know he's like a proper UFC slash MMA, yeah. but he looks like Super Mario when he runs out without pants. He's yeah. wearing a t shirt job. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? It's my dad getting up in the morning going, shut up. Uh, so, all right. Uh, Tiger Ali sings out. Mm hmm. Bringing out all the classics. Uh, Blue Meanie. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, um, why not? Why not? By now. Yeah. But uh, to save the day, we get uh, Mabel coming in next, and he basically clears the ring of all the riffraff. Blackman, Seven, yep. Ali Singh, Blue Meanie, uh, Draws even. Oh, my God. That's the thing that, what, you're in rumbles, you get thrown out. Land on your back, no problem, and then one little kink in your neck. Oh fuck! Like God damn it. Anyway, but Mabel, Mabel wasn't in the rumble because he stole the spot. Did you um, notice that? Hmm. Apparently, he. Uh, I think it was Mosh. Remember Mosh yeah. from the head, Headbangers? Where's the other one? Anyway, right. but because like they're like, oh, uh, number eleven. Oh, he's not, he, he's not coming out. And then they cut out the back and there's a guy flat on the floor, like we like to book back in the old days, where you go, how would you possibly put them in there? They're not booked. You go, unconscious, I'm going in. And Mabel comes out. And yeah, as you said, cleans house, man. Got a road dog next. Who cares? We've already seen him. That's the problem about having people on the car. Well, We've already seen him. The bit with Mabel happens pretty much straight away. I can't remember. Because the lights go down like ECW style. Yeah, uh, and out comes uh, yeah, dong. Out comes uh, Taker with his with his corporate ministry. He's got the acolytes there, um, Farouk and Bradshaw, and uh, Midian, I believe, is uh, accompanying. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Midian, Paul Bearer. Uh, God, Paul yeah, Bearer looks like a cartoon. 
if you if you drew someone that round and rotund at that time, you go, no one's that big. It's like, <laughs> yes. And Undertaker's just like, yep, let's take Mabel. I had a I had a thought. Mm. You let Mabel win the Rumble, then take him. Oh yeah. Or because, why not try and corrupt and take uh, someone who doesn't weigh five hundred pounds? Like maybe someone who's a bit easier to get up on their weird crosses that they have and shit. <laughs> But yeah, this is so. This is when they're, Mabel, not, they're not they're not crosses case. Come on, <laughs> they've explained this. It's yeah. just simple. <laughs> Mabel gets corrupted by the industry, let's say, and this is where he oh, yeah. becomes viscera. Yeah, is that right? Yep. And then later he becomes Big Daddy V. Oh God, I get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I didn't mind him coming out in all the black though. Yeah, no, they finally got Mabel's look. Pretty cool, like better than that purple and gold jumpsuit thing that he was rocking. I didn't mind what that was either. Just cover it up because when Big Daddy V come out, oh, that's not necessary, is it? <laughs> come, come on, that's a you're having a good day when you're watching Big Daddy V come out because you go stand in front of the mirror and go, oh, not that bad. Look at her, right? <laughs> I can I can see my cock. So we've got um, <laughs> Kangaroo oh, comes back out with blood still on He didn't even change his shirt. Oh. He's only in the Rumble for 26 seconds. <laughs> thirty for that. You know what? He lands bad too. Like mm. he gets thrown out in his hip. I saw that. Um, Kergan comes out. Oh, my. Yeah. Greatest Rumble ever. Kergan comes out. <laughs> El Snow. <laughs> El Snow. Fuck off. Gold dust. Don't care. There's no angle. Godfather, yay! The hose only, only two. Yeah, only two hose. Even Sanders got three. Come on. <laughs> that, remember he used to come out with like 20? Yay. Yeah, he had a whole train. Yeah. Yeah. Where you go, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could have his own calendar. And out he comes. <laughs> Kane, of course. Kane, uh, yeah. God, like the guys dad. in the white coat. I love coats. that old school cane, the original cane look, that costume. Oh, it's so good. He looked badass when he come out. He's in that, that for what, under a minute. And if it wasn't for the dumb white coat angle and him eliminating himself and chasing away the guys in the white coats that are chasing him, oh, my God. But if it wasn't for that, oh, he could have won that. Yeah, totally. Totally could have won it. I'm assuming by now Kane's a corporate member reject. Is that what's happening? I can't. Because he, he was in the corporation. I'm pretty sure that I think there's an angle there where Vince is like, well, we have to have him committed. He's being a goodie or something. Yeah. yeah. To that effect. <laughs> you notice that the more this goes on, the worse my Vince impersonation gets. <laughs> well, well <laughs> by the end of it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit. Ken Shamrock comes out. Oh, fuck. And oh, then, Billy uh, Gunn. Long Mr. Ass Billy Gunn. Test is huge. Mm. Pink pants, too. Could have been more. Should have been more. Yeah. I think Test was actually dating Stephanie McMahon oh, before yeah. um, Triple H come along. Yeah. God, he could be running WWE. And then, uh, <laughs> and now, <clears throat> and uh, in the meantime and in between time, Vince has joined us, of course. 
He's um, back on he's back on commentary. <laughs> Hello, yes. And, uh, well, yep. he goes to go in the ring because uh, there's no one there after Kane eliminates himself, and then Ken Shamrock comes running out, and then uh, Michael Cole's like, "Oh, here comes Vince to commentary. He doesn't want to get in the ring with Ken Shamrock." He's like, "Vince, you didn't want to get in the ring." <laughs> Didn't want to mix it up with Shamrock, and Vince is just like, "Are you nuts?" <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, good call. Why would you jump into fucking ring?" Again? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, he's the only guy that could actually give me a proper strike. Ken Shamrock was a badass man. Yeah, I always, I always thought Ken Shamrock should have done more. Yeah, yeah. I he mean, he could have been. The, he doesn't have the personality really to carry much by himself. I don't think, but. He's just got that crazy man psycho, like, would not want to run into him in a dark alley vibe, so... Oh, you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, sound like, I sound like Vince. <laughs> you kidding me? But I think that uh, with the British Bulldog put aside, he could easily be put into that role. Mm. Like, either face or heel. Yeah. Like, I don't know, same vibes. <laughs> and same walk. They walk like robots. So... Yeah, I don't know if he's got the charisma to be a face, though. He's just, he's crazy arts. And, like, I think that's why, that probably what limited him. He's, he really can just be, like, a, uh, you know, he's never going to, if he tries to be, like, that badass anti-hero, like, Stone Cold, he just doesn't have that charisma or no one's going to be like, oh, yeah, Ken Shamrock. They're just going to be like, oh, yeah, Ken. Ken. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. His name would be. His name would be Kenneth, wouldn't it? Yeah. Kenneth? So, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Vince is, on com- Vince is on commentary. And he's, ha-ha, pal. All of a sudden, the ambulance comes back. <laughs> Freaking Steve Austin's driving it. <laughs> and he's like, does the big gulp and the, ah. <laughs> like he's very good at the facials, isn't he? Yeah. Like the whole, um, I'm not uh, sure what to do uh, now. <laughs> like, and he goes quiet. Like he's not yelling and screaming. He's just quietly shitting himself, and it's great. And the whole crowd are probably like, ha ha ha. He's right there. You see, at the end, they throw shit at him, like, <laughs> and you're like, bah. But Austin comes storming down. Big boss man coming down behind him, I noticed. So I'm like, this is interestingly time. So Austin's back in the Rumble. And remember, Vince is still in the Rumble because they both went under the rope. Uh, in the meantime, Triple H pops out. He pops out and literally pops out. He's not out there long. Uh, he's, he's out there for a good 15 minutes. He did nothing. Yeah, he did nothing. You're right. He did nothing. X-Pac comes out. Already seen him. Mark Henry... It's not fun, Mark Henry, is uh, it? You missed Valvinus. Valvinus was before X Pac. Oh no, uh, I did. I did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then X Pac. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, not not just regular Mark Henry. This is sexual chocolate. And I like the way is that Michael's oh, just is it really chocolate? Yeah. He like doesn't even refer to calling Mark Henry. He's like, and now comes sexual chocolate. <laughs> Man, I. I watched this last night. I, what, what was I doing? I must have gone and got some ham and cheese or something. Yeah. No, I must have. That's all I was eating last night. But, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Mark Henry's out. Jeff Jarrett. Oh, really? I don't actually remember Jeff Jarrett being in this, so I must have been getting my 
ham and cheese at that time. <laughs> He's got a flat top. He looks different. Right. Yeah, he, he comes out with Deborah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, because Kath and I were watching it together, and I'm like, oh, Deborah's very attractive. <laughs> very, very attractive lady, isn't she? No, just me. Huh? And then D'Lo Brown comes out with his swagger. He's got some hoes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's going on? Well, I guess he's part of that crew because well, they all nation of domination. Oh, are they still going? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. Who knows? And then Bruce, Owen Bruce Hart. By now, so yeah. It's over. Owen Hart. Owen Hart, yeah. Second last, yep. Nice did you do the same yeah, thing? Again, another tragic story. Yeah, but uh, did you do the same thing going, oh, he's not dead yet? Yeah. I do that every time I see Owen Hart. So. Yeah, you know that it's only a couple of months away from here. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I was like, what? And then Kath's like, hang on, didn't he injure Stone Cold's neck? And I'm like, oh, God, I have made her watch a lot of wrestling. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, but that was like in 97. Yeah. And I noticed that when Hart's eliminated by Stone Cold. <clears throat> uh, and then, of course, last but not least, Jaina. Uh, another tragic story. He, oh, yeah. Jesus, I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> she only lasts like 30 seconds, uh, unfortunately. Stone yeah, Cold. I know, but it's pretty funny Stone Cold clotheslines around because he's the only guy that can do it. The crowd goes, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're down to the nitty-gritty, as they say. And, uh, look, <laughs> I haven't written down the ending. I know D'Lo Brown's in there at the end, and I'm like, he's not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I know Stone Cold's in there, and I'm like, he's probably going to win, right? Because I've seen this the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, boss man, boss man's in. Yeah, Dilo Brown does the big splash, boom, and then Outski, and then <laughs> uh, Stone Cold hits boss man with a stunner. You know the boss man's never left a rumble with any dignity. Like, <laughs> he's like the Sean Bean of movies. Like he just like <laughs> there's always like just a oh really? Like he gets stunned. Gets clotheslined out of the ring, but can't get his butt over. <laughs> like, it's the slowest over the top. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the old man sitting in a deck chair at the back and it going, <laughs> it just goes down slowly. So he's down like the Titanic. The Rock comes out. Oh, no, fuck this guy. We hate him. He killed Mick Foley. And then, of course, from behind, Mr. McMahon. Oh, no, doesn't Stone Cold jump out of the ring and go, hey, you. And McMahon's like, ah. Yeah, drags him in the ring. God, Vince McMahon, he is so bad moving. He can't move. He like moves like he's buried his body for the weekend. Everything he does, like even his forearms are like, ah, he falls the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the Rock comes out, and uh, yeah, Stone Cold gets distracted just long enough for Vince to get up and. Muppet his way over and throw Stone Cold out. And that's your winner? What a swerve, bro. So, folks, we hope you enjoyed. Glenn and Casey's well, Ramble. We will be back shortly. Ramble on.